0: stars from Hollywood and from all over the world who entertain you on a giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it about. no showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. The drive driving theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. Just please pleased to bring you our Fifi feature Presentation. FIFA. What's up? Good evening, everybody. It is Monday night. It is June 27th, 2023. You're tuned into the Drive-In Speaker Box. The best in movie news, film reviews, just uh, color commentary of, of life philosophy and beyond um here uh, more
1: accurate yeah
0: i'm your host bo the boom operator
1: slick doggy the grip
0: and um we're back if you're tuning in with the live show you'll notice what the hell this is tuesday this isn't monday um did i say it's monday did i just say it's monday did i get into like shark mode where i just said it's monday night eight o'clock No. okay good well because it's not it's Tuesday um but sometimes that happens All
1: furious said that you did
0: okay i did see it's i know it's one of the, it's like muscle memory you're we're on episode like one thousand four hundred and whatever and you like go good evening folks it's Monday night uh, listen to those assholes we're gonna do this and we're gonna cha-cha-cha um you forget <laughs> you just black out and forget what you're saying but anyway we're going to talk about movies, if you haven't figured that one out. Um, if you are tuned into the live stream, thank you for joining us. A lot of you on Twitch have already been talking to us to the, on the pre-show. If you do not follow us on Twitch, it's a lot of fun, even though everyone's like, Twitch is dead because, you know, the beast doesn't get his millions of dollars anymore. I mean, like, fuck those guys. Like, it's still great for us because we didn't get much money from Twitch anyway. So, yay for being at the bottom of the totem pole for once. Um but uh but yeah if you're just downloading this on spotify you're probably really confused and you should tune into the live stream next week wherever it is you like to tune in we got facebook we got twitch we got youtube um yeah so we're here we are gonna talk about movies Mm -hmm. did you see anything new yeah i saw two new movies did you see anything american and new one of those okay. two movies yes what did you see this week I saw No Hard Feelings oh you, you went and saw that in the
1: theater I mean what else was I gonna watch
0: well I went and saw Asteroid City mm, and yeah. that's uh,
1: more of a you go to that one movie rather than me go to that one but movie you went to sure.
0: No Hard Feelings though
1: yeah it's a comedy I like comedies
0: alright well and then what was the other one that you saw
1: Adi Perouche.
0: okay the, uh, was the, that playing here
1: yeah yeah, it was in, in Rogers. I got to go see that at one of the Malkos. I was super excited about that. It's the new uh, big movie with us. Uh, uh, crap. Prabhas. Yeah, with Prabhas from Bahubali. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it's the most expensive Indian movie to have ever been made at this point.
0: And it costs a fraction of what DC is losing. Yes. On- yeah. Yeah.
1: Which actually puts it where Prabhas is in three of the top ten most expensive uh, Indian films ever. With uh, this one, uh, Saho, and Bahubali Part 2. Noise. Yeah.
0: Noise. Well, we're going to be talking about all three of those movies here in just a moment. Uh, But first, we always start with some news. And uh, I didn't have a whole lot of news other than...
1: There wasn't much, and I didn't look up too much more.
0: There was a bunch of people that died that were like really old, and no one cared about. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bummer us all out with that.
1: They did find that actor that went missing in January while he was hiking. Yeah, the that remains. happened today.
0: There was yeah. a lot of I mean a lot of the news was snowed over by everybody getting excited about trying to do. they they're like is netflix gonna do a documentary about the the titanic exploration like
1: uh no but what they are doing is releasing titanic uh titanic's back on netflix next week wow yeah you know and uh you know some people are whatever about it and then other people are like yeah hey uh, that's a bit insensitive Netflix despite the entire internet being memes of just like screw billionaires dead billionaires
0: yeah. well you mean you know what's insensitive billionaires uh, sp- I mean there there
1: was the, the guy's 19 year old son that was there who reportedly did not want to go uh, but only did it because his dad really wanted him to for father's day so that's a bummer
0: that's some insensitive billionaire shit right there um, billionaires are not they're not like you and me they're not people. I'm gonna let that sink in. Um, anyway, yeah. So speaking of billions, uh, Flash is not making any of those billions. It, um, although even it could afford a ticket on the the Titanic exploration. Just one. Just one. <laughs> just one, and it would crumple. Um, yeah, it's just not doing very good. It had a 72% drop in it after its first weekend to its second, pretty rough. Um, it's, it needs to make a lot of money and it's saying that it might be lucky to make 300 million worldwide.
1: Yeah. Well, and, uh, here this last week, a lot of people got to watch it for free on Twitter. Cause the whole movie, uh, got released, which is so funny. Cause I talked about it in a previous episode. This was like the, uh, most well guarded, um, You know, like keep it hush movie that there's ever been, uh, kind of a thing. Because DC was like, we can't have problems. Like Marvel has problems. We got to keep it tight. And then spoilers came out like just days before the after credit scene was released, uh, just right ahead of it. And uh, now the whole movie is online. (laughs) So sweet. Yep. Uh, But you know, one thing that did come up in the news, uh, and and this is being reported all over the place but has not been like officially confirmed uh, DC has scrapped their plans for the uh, Sasha Calais Supergirl continuation because uh, she had announced, good news she had announced that DC heads were talking to her about continuing to be Supergirl uh, and with the uh, massive failure of this movie that has uh, scrapped that idea unfortunately something that I know you've seen is that it also means no Batman Beyond movie With Michael Keaton, as uh, I'm wondering though if you can still make Batman Beyond. Those of us that like Batman Beyond are gonna go see it, and people that don't know what Batman Beyond is will still know what Batman is. And Batman was the good part of it. But are they gonna
0: make it even? Do it, make it. I I think they should. That's the movie. That's the only one we actually wanted. That's the only one we've been asking for. There's no how many people have been asking for that, but um, DC fans want Lobo. Do they? Oh yeah where are they
1: everywhere plus that was one of the things about the dcu if uh momoa even said publicly on his twitter and stuff that he wanted to be lobo i mean momoa lobo if they were getting rid of him as aquaman for dceu going into dcu he wanted to be lobo and uh i
0: i would get extremely excited about a momoa led lobo
1: i still want stone cold no, he's too perfect for. He, but he's no, he's not. Yeah, because he comes in. Oh hell yeah, you dirty bastards! Lobo's in town and like slams beers and like chugs. But
0: him. he's not. He he would not be the character Lobo. He would just be Stone Cold with Lobo face paint.
1: Yeah, they're very similar. I don't know if you. Uh, I aware do. Of this. Yeah,
0: I'm aware, but I, I think it would be. I think it would be really bad. Um, no.
1: Keep Stone Cold's entrance music just like I wanted at the end of Black Adam. Like Lobo comes flying through the glass, the glass shatters, and he's on his space hog, and then he just does the Stone Cold entrance, uh, like crushes the rock, flips him off. That would have been the best. Instead wow. of Henry Cavill and then it getting scrapped and him getting fired and all that crap. I
0: should have just did a G.I. Joe crossover and, yeah, made everybody happy. But, um... Yeah, there's that. Uh, there was, there was another bit of news that I thought that there was, that I was gonna say, but it's just been it's, it's been really light. It's been really blah. Uh, Did you
1: have anything? Uh,
0: I know we got three freaking movies to talk about.
1: No, I mean there was yeah there wasn't a lot in the. Uh, there
0: was a Five Night at Freddy's movie trailer that dropped. And, I thought
1: that and, came out earlier. Was it just last week that that came out?
0: I think so. Yeah. It
1: feels like forever ago. I watched it. Did you see the trailer? Like the I, never really trailer. Paid,
0: I, I never really played the game, so it didn't make a lot of sense to me. But I was just it's like, just oh, colored teddy bears. And Chuck
1: E. Cheese horror movie.
0: Yeah. But they've done that before. They made that movie um, with, with uh, Nicolas Cage.
1: Yeah, that was like a straight-to-DVD. It was pretty good. And they were trying to make it be Five Nights at Freddy's.
0: Yeah. It was pretty good. Because um, he didn't say a single word in that whole movie. He played pinball, he drank energy drink, and he kicked ass. That's all he did. He never talked. Didn't say a single word. He Hmm. just rolled in. He was like the dark, mysterious stranger. And these teens are like, Help us, and he's there. And he and he's like in this car. He, He starts beating this one robot to death, you know. And then he has like this watch set where he needs like his caffeine break. And it doesn't really explain why. But
1: he's the flash, he has his metabolism watch.
0: Yeah, his watch would go off and he'd just walk the fuck away. Like a teen would be fending for their life, and they're like, Where are you going? And he's like, oh, and he'd go in where that like the pinball machine was. He'd crack open one of his energy drinks. He'd play his game, finish his energy drink, and then go back to kicking ass. And he did it like four times in the movie. Um, <laughs> the movie is really it's really good.
1: I like that a lot of people's favorite Nicolas Cage movies now are ones where he doesn't say anything. Like uh, the one where he has that gaunt suit strapped to him and it blows his nutsack off. Yes. Uh, 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 what's that weird ass? movie? It's like
0: something Kingdom of the nutsack boom. Ghost, ghost ghosts ghosts the forbidden kingdom or something like that yeah i can't remember
1: so there's that one uh uh what's the one that mandy he barely talks in yeah, mandy he at all anything in that movie he just like shows up and like cleaves people um and then and then that one so yeah nicholas cage's new thing is just having roles where he doesn't talk and just acts weird as hell
0: yep uh let's see. James over on Facebook says, Tuesday question mark. That's right. We weren't here yesterday. So uh we're here today for you. Uh did you have any other b- movie news? Sure didn't. No, I'm no nope. well, let's let's keep moving forward because we have three movies to talk about today. Um I want to make sure we have enough time for all of them. But uh let's talk about what's coming out in theaters this weekend because uh it's j- June 30th is this weekend, guys. Dun 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 da can like I wish I had a recorder like one of those flutes like you know because I feel like that is what we're about to get we're about to get Indiana Jones and the depends of doom or whatever uh it's this is not gonna be
1: I did read a thing the other mm-hmm. day about how Harrison Ford was so happy. That he insisted to do some of his own stunts, and he's eighty.
0: That's like my grandmother mm. doing her own stunts, like, and a stunt for my grandmother is getting into the car and going and filling her own prescription. Like that is that's a stunt. It's like, whoa, Nana, are you sure? and, uh, you know, you got to sign a waiver and, uh, yeah, it's it's not good. Um, as Vince said on Twitch, one of the comments, he said he just looked up movie news and saw that in Indiana Jones 5, uh, Marion Ravenwood uh, has a return confirmation by Karen Allen. Um, this- it's, like, it's like they
1: looked at Crystal Skull and they go, what was the only part of Crystal Skull that anyone liked at all? And they're like, I mean, the girl from the first movie no, came like, back. Mutt, you
0: know? And someone said, shut that man up, get him out of here.
1: Yeah, it's like that meme where they're in the board office and the guy's like, mutt. And they just <laughs> kick him out of the window. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, and like, apparently, People really hated the ants and the monkeys, and they especially hated interdimensional beings, not truly aliens, but kind of aliens. Everyone hated that crap. But what's the one part they liked? Marion,
0: Because she's classic. She's, yeah. you know...
1: But she's also the mom of Mutt.
0: Right, and I think that that's where the tie-in, they're going re- to do a reference to Mutt or something. Uh, I did see an interview that um, said K. Huey Kwan would, was like, I'll do a short round spinoff if you guys want to do a TV show or something. It's just Adventures of Short Round. That would be Because cool. he's the right age, you know? I would totally watch a short round show. No time for Indiana Jones five. All the time for short round. Like no time, s- no time. Sign me up, lady. Um, it, would, it would be so good. I mean, because Kiwi Kwan, like we are in for a Renaissance, and uh, we we need more of it. <laughs> Get out! I'm telling you, I'm telling you.
1: I'd watch Kiwi Kiwi Kwan and stuff, bro. I'd do it.
0: That's what I said. That's what I said, <laughs> booty traps. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, if we had a short round spinoff, all day long, forever. So um, and
1: then they need to have a data spinoff, and it's him having like a tech store where he makes gadgets. And he's and, like a secret agent and your treasure scramblers.
0: Yeah, he's a treasure hunter. Cable to scrambler, iPad repair guy. He works in like a cell phone repair shop, and he makes little gadgets on the side. And then he goes on adventures with his friends, and they go look for treasures. Because I mean, they're already making treasure hunting movies. Like uh, we 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 talked about it several episodes ago. Um, Outer Banks. They've got another season renewed, and now they're like professional treasure hunters. I know, but I would much rather watch like Data and the New Goonies. Like you know, as as like experienced you know treasure hunters, you, 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 iPad repairman by day, um, treasure hunter by night. I mean, Chunk is a lawyer now. Just bring him in. He's just a lawyer by day, treasure hunter by night. I'm pretty sure Corey Feldman would sign up because he's just uh, the comeback king. Um, I don't know if you've <laughs> is that one of his songs. Oh, my God. Have you not watched this video?
1: I've seen two or three of him
0: singing. I'm the comeback, comeback gang. And he does like Michael Jackson moves. and Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my God. I don't know wh- good. when his psychotic break happened, but he turned it into art. Uh, and um, Probably around the
1: time of TMNT
0: 2. I'm the comeback, comeback gang. How have you not heard
1: this? I might have I've seen two or three of his songs it's just I didn't I didn't set them to memory because I was it's like uh, you know watching it it's like oh sweaty you know like oh
0: wait hang on yeah
1: All right, I've seen this yeah yeah Yeah.
0: let's not get an episode episode shut down over
1: Corey Feldman music
0: yeah dude I want to see if I can get just the the chorus because yeah, he ain't missing nothing. He's the comeback king. So I'm waiting for this comeback. Actually, if he is if he is indeed the foretold king of comebacks, like let's get him in Goonies too. Um, yes, Velvet Sadio says. I don't think the algorithm cares <laughs> about Comeback King. <laughs> Um just
1: depends on if Sony owns any part of it I guess.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm trying to look and see. I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not it's, it's Cory Feldman. It's on his YouTube channel, which only has 50,000 subscribers. Uh 50,000 and 1. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh yeah, it's 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 a it's a thing. Corey Feldman, man. What a guy. Um Indiana Jones 5 yeah, it's coming out this weekend we're gonna see it I mean yeah we have to see it yeah and we're contractually obligated yeah to see it um, and it will happen this weekend so listen
1: I watched the last one in the theater and so you remember I. you remember when South Park made that episode about it and how it made you feel the uh, the terrible things that Steven Spielberg and George Lucas were doing to Indiana Jones well they Steven That's Spielberg what it felt like
0: even when on record i i wish i had the you know i didn't do any like preemptive like information to look up here but i remember there's there was an interview with Steven Spielberg and he said that filming Indiana Jones 4 was one of the most miserable things he's ever had to do because it was the whole movie him and George Lucas fighting and which one 4
1: they, they worked together on four.
0: Uh-huh. And it was just like they couldn't agree on anything. And it was like George Lucas did part of the movie and Steven Spielberg did part of the movie. And they were like, fine, you do your part. I'm going to draw a line in the floor and you go over here and you make your part of the movie. I'll make my part of the movie and they'll fit together somehow in the edit and fucking don't talk to me. And, um, yeah.
1: They could have made another Last Crusade, but instead they made Crystal Skull.
0: And honestly, Crystal Skull, I'm not mad at that being the treasure. Like, if it had been the Crystal Skull from, say, House 2, the second story, that would have been badass, because it was like an Aztec, like, Incan skull. It wasn't like an alien interdimensional travel, it was just like a skull that had, like, mystical powers, just like, you know, the Shankara stones. They were, you know, magical stones that didn't, like, open a portal to pyramid that turned upside down and turned to a fucking spaceship or whatever it did in the end of Indiana Jones 4. Yeah, it was like a
1: yeah, that was it. It
0: was just it was just mysterious quasi religious like don't don't get too complicated with it, you know? Um but they had to they had to make it look like a xenomorph skull and then they had to have a spaceship and, and 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 the refrigerator nuclear bomb. I will never live that. I will never, never, ever forgive them for that dumbass scene.
1: And the monkey swinging.
0: The monkey swing. I don't remember it. I blinked out. I, that, that's that's gone. Like that's like a. It's one of those trauma memories where you're like, I don't remember that. Like it didn't happen to me. <laughs> and um, you just it is just so traumatic just, that it's gone.
1: Kate Blanchett phoning it in real hard.
0: Yep. All that's gone. Um, I, I, I have no recollection of that.
1: And uh, wh- uh, who's the actor that played his, like, t- the old professor that had gone crazy because of the Crystal Skull? He's the dude from Alien. Oh, Jesus. He's in, like, everything. And I can't remember his name. British dude. Yeah, but... That, Anyhow, they they just... John Hurt. Yeah. yeah. They put him in the role where he didn't talk at all.
0: They've got a lot of, the bar is high, and it will not be reached. I prom—I promise all of you, this bar will not be reached. If this movie is good,
1: it, it can I will still... eat this box
0: of Pop-Tarts. Like, I don't, I mean, <laughs> that that's a treat. I'll probably eat this box of Pop-Tarts anyway. Like, I don't know, like, I, there's, no.
1: Regardless of how good it is, it's still going to be only third or fourth best Indiana Jones.
0: I mean, Yeah. It could be perfect and still only be the third or the fourth best Indiana Jones. That's true. You know? Yeah. It's true.
1: I mean, you got Last Crusade, uh Temple the the, the Raiders Doom, and then Temple.
0: And you got Raiders and then you got Last Crusade. <laughs> yeah. Uh Vince says, I know you don't rate movies, but predict how good it will be on one to 10, Four.
1: <laughs> that's exactly where I was about to go.
0: <laughs> and then Furious Apology comes in, I hope it's better than four. Like four. I mean it's good. it's four, okay? Because here's the thing, here's the thing that we all have to do. This is it. This is a. Um when you're going and you're going, Oh yeah, you're you're thinking about getting the the golden idol popcorn tin or whatever the fuck your movie theater is gonna sell you for fifty dollars. Dude, if that Optimus
1: gets marked down this weekend.
0: <laughs> and you're gonna be like buying your ticket you're gonna get your phone out and you're just gonna be like ba dah, bah, bah, dah. and you're just you're gonna find your fedora, you're gonna dust that fucker off and you're just gonna be like ready to get your adventure on. You're gonna have like a pre watch party. There's gonna be like chilled monkey brains and like a lot of culturally Peanut insensitive butter, food. Beatles. And and you're going to just be like super amped about it. And uh, you're going to get into the theater and you're, you're just endorphin rush of hearing that music on the big screen. That will be instantly cool. It's going to be, it, that is going to be cool. I promise you. You're going to get a feeling, a nostalgic feeling, a beautiful feeling, a very special feeling that you're not going to be able to ignore. It's like that good, happy neighbor that you, wanna, you wanted to always be there. And, and and it'll be a whisper from the past, and it'll wash over you. That nostalgia will go, <gasps> and you'll get this endorphin rush, and you'll see Andina Jones. It'll be like this dramatic like turn, and you're like, it's him in the outfit. That's cool. Yes, all these things are cool. This does not make a good movie, okay? And so this is the experiment. This is the, the exercise that you all need to do at home is sit in the theater and be able to identify the things just the push button sugar rush endorphin bumps that they know is going to be cool and don't let that ma- make you decide that the movie is good because Pete, you can go into a movie that sucks mega monkey balls cheered monkey balls and it'd still be a terrible movie but makes you feel really good in those parts You know, like Guardians of the Galaxy is a really great example. There are rad scenes in Guardians of the Galaxy. There are spaceships and lasers and tree people and hot green aliens and just like all the things. And you're like, this is cool. But it's a terrible movie. But it's assembling scenes. It's like Kill Bill is a terrible movie. Both of them. And, you know, Tarantino knows it because Tarantino went on record saying, Kill Bill was just me filming a bunch of scenes from some of my old favorite movies that I figured out how to tie into a feature-length film. He's like, the story came later. I just wanted to film all of my favorite scenes that are just intrinsically cool to watch. You know, like sword fights in the snow. Blood spray. All that shit's awesome. Does it make a good movie? No. Um, So, you know... Think about that when you go see this movie, because I guarantee you it's not going to be good, but it's going to make you feel good sometimes.
1: Also, the de-aging effect will not be able to stand up to the original de-aged Indiana Jones. River Phoenix.
0: Yeah. yeah. who's also dead.
1: Thanks, guy. <laughs> well, he died a long time ago. We all That's knew, true.
0: spoiler alert, that was a long time ago. Um,
1: because he was in a movie with friggin'. Uh, Comeback
0: King. Corey Feldman. Uh Stand by Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Comeback Comeback King. Shit, was, oh. Don't do it. You better make it sting. Alright. <laughs> you better make it sting. Cause I'm the Comeback King. Um. God damn, that's such a bad video. Uh Vince says Stand by Me is greater, 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 greater than the Goonies. I'm sorry you're wrong. Um
1: Yeah, I don't know about that.
0: They it's it,
1: they're both really good. Unless
0: you're just really into children with leeches on their penis, then I don't <laughs> know and then and fat guys vomiting in other people's mouths. Like maybe you're into some stuff that we don't know about, Vince. I don't know. Just but,
1: really evil Kiefer Sutherlands.
0: Yeah. I mean and in that case then Lost Boys is gonna be your greater evil greater evil kefer. Yeah, but um, he
1: was like more evil in Stand By Me. I mean,
0: somehow, he was a bigger asshole yes. in Stand By Me. Um, in in uh, Michael in Lost Boys, or not Michael, but uh, David, his character David in Lost Boys, had an innocent side about him, um, but he was still an evil bloodsucker. He was an evil bloodsucker, Michael! Yeah. A goddamn, what does he say? Uh, goddamn bloodsucking, um, I can't remember what Corey Feldman said. Anyway. I don't remember. A goddamn blood sucking something creature of the night. I think this was something to that effect. Anyway, Lost Boys rules. Okay, um, Stephen King during his Coke era was messed up. Yes, Dina, you are correct on Twitch uh, for that comment. Stephen King uh, was messed up in a lot of eras. So
1: he's a weird cat. Uh, a weird cat. what else is coming out besides? Indiana Jones, The
0: The Kraken movie. Um, Ruby, Gilman, Teenage Kraken.
1: Oh.
0: So uh, it's Jane Fauna, Lana Condor, Tony Colletti, Coleman Dingo. Um, Yeah, it's about a teenage squid girl that finds out she's inherited the power of the the mighty Kraken. And then there's these uh, uppity nice girl uh, mermaids or, or mean girl mermaids. And it's just high school drama, but under the sea, and um, you know, pretty, pretty straightforward. Like, I'm a girl that nobody understands, and I'm awkward and ugly, and everybody hates me for some inexplicable reason. But I've been gifted with magic powers, which makes me the number one. I'll show them, and then I probably have to save everybody's life, even though the popular girls don't like me. And um, yeah, it's that it's that storyline that everyone's seen. It's the same as like the the. I'm the boy that sits in the dugout, and no one believes the I can be a sports person. And then they become a sports person, and everyone like loves them. And it's a story you've seen a thousand million billion times. But but this is from the producers of How to Train Your Dragon. Um, my yeah. own brother, oh, God damn, she a goddamn shit second vampire. I was so close, but so far. Um, but that's coming out. It's from um, um, it's DreamWorks. So you know Sh- Shrek and How to Train Your Dragon. I'm sure it'll be cute, but it just it's the story just seems so played out Mm. you know i mean how to train your dragon was kind of cool
1: um had a good voice cast
0: it did have a really good voice cast and i felt like the movie was more about
1: had a scottish voice cast
0: there was there was multiple storylines at play it's like you know preservation of a dying species and a way of life and there's a village and other bad guys and there's a lot going on in how to train your dragon even in shrek there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of things at play this is this is just like um i'm being bullied at school but now i have magic powers yay i don't know seen it whatever dude cgi animals doing people things as far as i'm concerned uh, and you know how much I love those movies, so that's what's coming out. Um, both of them are probably going to be underwhelming. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> On that note, you want to talk about yeah. um, talk about some movies? Yeah. Let's talk about. Um,
1: you mean to get mine out of the way.
0: Well, let's talk about uh, Honey I'm Home or what what was the one that you watched? Uh
1: Oh, that's the one that more people probably care about. You mean to talk Well, about that's that what one I'm saying. First?
0: Let's let's I mean, we only have 30 minutes. That's
1: what I'm saying. Let me get the Indian one out of the way.
0: Is that going to be like a 15-minute review? Yeah, it'll be quick. That's not that's quick.
1: Not quick. <laughs> it'll be quick. That's 5 minutes. Go.
0: You got Yeah. Let's do your order, man. Do what you want. I'm to. just saying. Sometimes these things tend to go 20 minutes. Nah. Because you're wrapping in a a 17-hour movie review. uh, It's got to be in a... No,
1: it was two hours and... Forty nine minutes. To oh, okay,
0: so just shy of three. Yeah, it was just. It was just All right, fine. Day. Knock it out. Let's hear the entire right. plot.
1: I went and watched Adi Parush. the The plot's t- twenty five hundred years old, man. It's the story of Ramayana. You know, uh, you got Rama, born to the king. He's the oldest of three sons, who was born via the um, fire ritual, so he has the powers of uh, 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 crap Vishnu in him. Um, but one of his uh, get that out of here, guy. That has nothing to do with that. <laughs> Um it, one of his father's wives asked that he be banned for 14 years so that her son can be made king instead of him uh, he agrees to it so him his uh brother lakshmi his wife uh sita they go they live in the woods uh sita is kidnapped by uh ravana they go to rescue her with an army of the apes and um yeah they 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 defeat the evil kingdom of lanka and ravana the ten-headed um it's e- a pr- evil. it's a classic it's a classic story yeah, with yeah. Hanuman, the super monkey,
0: uh, who is a really cool character.
1: Yes. This movie does all of those things. And, uh, it, it is a lot of fun. It's very good. It's visuals are very terrible. Um, keep in mind, we were talking about this is earlier. Is it a
0: anthropomorphic monkey?
1: Yes. Many oh. of them, uh, in the okay. frame, the frame rate on all the CGI is very bad. Um, it's, it's underwhelming. But this movie had a... Speed Force bad? Not as bad okay. as Speed Force. But the frame rate is what makes it a little worse. Uh, the graphics are better than, than Flash. But the frame rate on the CGI isn't good. Uh, and that's the whole thing. It's, this movie cost $73 million with its advertising budget in it. And it outdoes a Hollywood blockbuster movie that failed to bust the block. Um, but it's still... It's underperforming in India. Uh, and that's because they did the Little Mermaid treatment. They changed it. They changed how people look. They changed the from way from the classic story that everybody are. knows. And the entire country hates it. And this is one of the biggest failures in Indian movie history. Despite the fact it's a good movie. It tells the story of the Ramayana, except it stops when he rescues Sita from Ravana. Right. That's mm-hmm. where that's where it ends. It doesn't go. Where they return to the kingdom uh, just for everyone to talk bad about Sita and her be banned two or three times. Uh, because everyone's like, you know, she's like cheating on you and stuff. And Rama's like, get out of here. <laughs> uh, they don't go into that whole thing. They end it where everyone's like the hero. But the big criticisms on this movie that India is having is that it tries to be a Marvel movie. It, cha- it changes the kingdom of Lanka into being all black. Everything is like ebony stone and and it's black and gloomy and there's like an army of bats and ogres and and all of this stuff rather than a city of gold full of the uh um crap The, the city of crap no like the uh the 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 hindu like um uh demons and stuff not um like we Vishnu and stuff. Hangs no, Vishnu is one or, of the good gods. Shiva. Shiva's the bad kind of. Right? Yeah, kind of. They they worship Shiva and Lanka, but th- the story is there. But it has just enough changes. They change the vulture to a hawk. They make the apes look weird, um, and and they they act a little different. They make Ravana uh, be what they they called him a uh, angsty teen goth's version of a uh, Taliban. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. They, the people absolutely hate it, but it is a fun movie. It tells all, it has all the important parts of the Ramayana in it. I think Prabhas did really good. Uh, I had a good time with it. The graphics are something you get over after the initial action scene where they look terrible. there's other parts of it that look great like they have like a force field that sets up that has like the uh, Indian swastika and stuff as like the uh, protection barrier and everything and that looks fantastic and there's some parts of it like when Hanuman like grows to giant size and Rama's riding on him and just like shooting down all these like blades on the walls taking out the monkey soldiers and stuff. It's very cool, uh, but there's so much of it that looks so bad it pulls you out of it. Like the Ravana looks good, um, the, the music in it's fantastic, but it, dude, it doesn't belong. Um, but but just as, as a whole, if you're attached to Ramayana the way that a lot of people are, via
0: religious meanings and yeah, stuff you, like that, you don't you don't mess with that. They
1: changed it and people hate it for that, but it, it's undeserved because it is fun. It's a good movie. It doesn't feel like
0: it's as long as it is. Was there an intermission? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I had a good time
1: with it. So uh, I, I will recommend it, but kind of learn. It, you don't have to know the source material, but it helps so that you understand uh, why people would be upset about it or whatever. But it was actually a good time. I liked
0: it. And is it is it still playing in Northwest yes. Arkansas? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. It was officially released not last week, but the week before, but we didn't get it until this week.
0: Oh. Well, and it's in Rogers, right? So if you yep. live in the northwest Arkansas area where we're broadcasting live from, uh, you can check that out. Are our Rogers, our, the Rogers, um, what is it, the Town Cinema or Theatra? Or it was what, at, what? The, uh, at the mall. Oh, it was the ma- at the mall one? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Um, there, wa- there was like a quote from this dude who writes uh, books and screenwriting. He said, distorting the original to retail is a strict no individual uh, or in visual mediums we should never try to imitate the superhero films that come out of the conveyor belt of hollywood Ooh, film factories a great em. a great epic like ramayan cannot be reduced to a simplistic fairy tale retelling of marvel films where good triumphs over evil our epics are deeper and more layered than that uh, he was like you know india's too rich the the culture's too rich the history's too rich to try and replicate it, well, it reminds marvel me movies
0: uh, of you know, in China, there the Journey to the West story, uh, which is again about another monkey god. Um, the that's another one that's very similar. It's like they they and they never really try to mess with it too much. Um, it's a story that everybody knows, and it's really fun. I think I think even uh, Stephen Chow did a did a Journey to the West uh, that was that was pretty fun. But um, yeah, don't don't mess with the classics.
1: Yeah, I think uh they did Forbidden Kingdom and no one liked it with Jet Li and Jackie Chan because mm-hmm. the white kid was the, the hero but Jet Li ended up being um, Sun Wukong in like disguise but he he didn't even know he was Sun Wukong or something like that when they were filming the movie yeah well, uh, no, but uh, the character China hated that version of it mm. but mm. Jet Li was a cool monkey king
0: Jet Li's a cool most of the things uh, love Jet Li Well, okay. Well, that's playing um, probably not in a theater near you, but if it is, you can check it out. And can we get some of the Jake's Foreign Films emojis in the Twitter, or the Twitch chat, for all of you guys that are on the live stream? Just throw them up there. Love seeing them. Um, Okay, well then, uh, I guess I will uh, take a turn while Jake drinks some water, um, catches up. What is that? Uh, I don't know that emoji. Thanks, Velvet Santa. Uh, But Asteroid City. That's the one that I saw. Uh, It's new, and it's making a lot of money. Um, It's apparently Wes Anderson's biggest box office weekend of his entire career. Wow, Which is kind of weird. I think that's just because it did get a very wide expanded release. It's in over 1,675 theaters nationwide, Um, and it took in a lot more than uh, his previous film, which was um, French Dispatch. It earned only $45.1 million in all of 2021.
1: It's um, pretty wild that it got better numbers than, like, Fantastic Mr. Fox or uh, Darjeeling Limited or... Uh,
0: well, I think that when Darjeeling Limited came out, uh, people were... St- Wes Anderson had not become a household name yet. I feel like now, and this is actually where my review's going.
1: I was about to say, that's like right after he did, because it was the return of the no, Wilson brothers.
0: Every hipster knew. I'm talking like when your parents know who Wes Anderson is and what that style means. Like, that that took a while until everybody. Uh, Grand Budapest was pretty popular, but it was not in thea- a theatrical, like, monetary box office um you know royal tenenbaums moonrise kingdom had remarkably long enduring careers but didn't have big breakout box office hits um grand Budapest hotel had 163 million lifetime um, gross but it didn't break out with a big box office this is his big biggest box office weekend ever does so that make sense we won't see i mean we'll still need to see how long And how much money it makes at the end of its run. And this is where I think it's going to fall. Because I didn't really like this movie. Uh, It was. I feel like. He has become so much of an institution. That even your your not cool auntie. Is like oh I love Wes Anderson. He's just a real peculiar filmmaker. And uh, Wes I feel has gotten so. Hyper stylized in his own sort of M. Night Shyamalan style cage that he's built for himself that he's like I have to have all the tracking pan shots I have to have all the list items I have to have all these stark color things I have to do you know everybody's expecting me to do these miniatures and pan overs and then room to room to room to room and I have to do people just stand there staring at the camera and then they look over and the camera moves I have to do all of these shots that everybody makes fun of that I do and copies them and then he forgot to write any interesting characters uh and and while this movie is without a doubt remarkably beautiful to look at it is every scene is a postcard like it's beautiful um but there's some pretty weird awkward Green screen, I think Tom Hanks wasn't even there for most of the movie. You could see him interacting with different characters, and I'm like, dude, their eyeline's fucked, and he's got the kind of the green screen outline, but the other character on screen doesn't, so this seems a little odd, um, but it uh, Velvet Santa says, is it basically a screen saver? Uh, In certain parts, like, there were some really cool things, because, you know, with his work on Isle of Dogs and Fantastic Mr. Fox and things like that, you know, his use of miniatures and stop motion, like, he's incorporated a lot of that into his modern filmmaking. You saw some of that in Grand Budapest, and you see a lot of it here, where a lot of the town and the train tracks and all this stuff is miniatures, like, it's a little tiny miniature that... You know, he superimposes a lot of the uh, the the scenes that are going on. So, like, these actors are in this fake little stage because this movie takes place. It is a stage play that we are witnessing sort of the imaginative version of this stage play, right? And so it's very, like, noises-off meta. So you're coming in with... Um, Oh, Incredible Hulk, help me out. What's his name? Um, Ruffalo? R- no, the the, the, uh, the first one. Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Ed Norton's the writer of the screenplay of this play, which is called Asteroid City. And then we are watching like the first run of the performance of these actors playing the play Asteroid City. And you neither get interested or introduced into these characters as their actor selves... Nor do you really get invested into their characters as their character selves. And the story is also very forgettable. They're just quarantined in this little small tourist town that has a crater there and an asteroid. An alien comes back, which is the only, like, actually pretty cool cameo in the whole part. I mean,. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, he shows <laughs> okay. up for 30 was, seconds and Earth girls are easy. It's all connected. He's the alien. Yeah, and it's funny and um you know, uh but you see him kind of with his costume and his mask off over there like having a coffee and like that's it. He doesn't really say anything. You just know that he's the stop motion alien that was on screen for an, a, a minute. And you know, it doesn't mean that this movie's not fun to watch and not engaging, but it had no no depth, you know. You look at a movie like, say, Darjeeling Limited, for example, which you just mentioned. That movie, I feel like, was one of the last of his good live action movies. I absolutely loved Fantastic Mr. Fox and Isle of Dogs. I thought Grand Budapest was good. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of Moonrise Kingdom, but Darjeeling Limited, when I first saw Darjeeling Limited, I, I wasn't a fan, but it was one of those movies. Because there is a story there about these brothers and you are invested in their journey and you want to see what happens to them and you want you care about what happens to them. There is zero uh, connection that I had to a single character on screen during this movie. Um, It was just one pretty scene going from one pretty scene going to another pretty scene. And by the end of it, you're like, well, I guess it's over. And, you know, the music was cute, and he hit all the same notes that he really does. Um, Let's see. Uh, Dean over on Twitch says, I love Wes Anderson films, and I basically have no interest in this. He's almost taking seriously the parody on social media and the Wes Anderson IRL trend. Absolutely. Like, this movie felt like one of those, um, you know, AI-generated movie trailers where they you know say oh what if star wars was directed by wes anderson they plug it into an ai generator and then they do all the different um scenes it felt very much like that it was that thin but very beautiful um let's see furious apology says i saw wes anderson once riding a bicycle in a circle in a corduroy suit in paris by himself uh which i think turned into the film um french dispatch i was about to say yeah yeah uh, let's see, Vince says, Velvet Santa did a Brick or Brack, that's a pre-show, beginning show thing, they're too much in a rush right now, but i don't remember next time, I'll get, yes, I will get to that, Vince says, sorry if I missed it, but better and worse than French Dispatch, um, man, I, okay, so this one's tough for me, because French Dispatch, was another one of those movies, that I wanted to like more than I did, because I felt that it was just one vignette too heavy, um, this movie was like, vignettes in a vignette and I wish that they would have like either gotten rid of the French dispatch as an encapsulating vignette and just did the individual stories or scrapped a couple of the individual stories and focused more on the French dispatch the paper Um, but to answer your question I think French Dispatch was better because there were storylines that I actually did really care about in that one, like the Benicio del Toro storyline was was really good, um, and I like the, the Francis McDormand storyline was pretty good with the Tim, Timothy Chalamet uh, was pretty good, um, but uh, he, he, there was more cohesion into the French Dispatch I thought than in Asteroid City. So, um, is it worth seeing? Sure. I'd matinee it. It's definitely a theater movie just because it's so visually engaging. Um, but I'm I'm just really disappointed in in Wes. I think Dina on Twitch kinda nailed it. It's he is falling into his own parody. Um which is funny because he's he's like doing cease and desists all over the internet for people that are posting like the fake trailers of using uh ai to generate stuff really yeah he's like oh you can't do that that's my style it's like dude fuck you you didn't invent orange it's like, like it's gonna make
1: you money maybe <laughs> you know? people will see it and be like
0: well that's cool and then watch one of your dumb ass movies mm-hmm.
1: i don't like wes anderson movies
0: so i mean okay if we're gonna t- if we're gonna talk wes anderson um you start at the beginning bottle rocket is good rushmore is great royal Tenenbaums bombs is also great life aquatic pretty damn good darjeeling limited Pretty damn good. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Pretty freaking awesome. Grand Budapest Hotel. Isle of Dogs. That's my list of Wes Anderson movies that I like. The rest, eh, take them or leave them. But those are very good movies. And Bottle Rocket, at this point in his time, if you go back and watch Bottle Rocket and Rushmore, you'd have a hard time... Going, oh, that's a Wes Anderson movie. Because he had not fallen into his own style that hard. You know, Bottle Rocket. If you put Bottle Rocket in front of somebody, you and and then at the end, go, who directed that? And you said Wes Anderson? They'd be like, nah, dude. Wes sure. Anderson is all.
1: Rushmore is like a regular movie compared compared to it what it does now. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So there you go. It's in theaters right now. Doing pretty well for itself. Um, You can check it out. All right. Jake. Yeah.
1: All right. So I went and watched the uh, the uh, other controversial movie uh, that's out there right now. Uh, I saw the uh, Jennifer Lawrence-led No Hard Feelings. Um, I mean, people right now are not liking it because of the, uh, the subject matter uh, that the trailer gives you. Uh, this lady sexually which,
0: predatorizing this young guy for money?
1: Well, so... Um, It's based on a real Craigslist ad that one of the movie producers had seen when they were uh, talking about writing a movie, uh, which was that some parents were looking for a uh, woman to date their son to bring him out of his shell. Uh, And and the story in the movie, it's a sex comedy, right? Uh, The story in the movie is that... Do people
0: have sex in it, though? I know it's about mm, not having sex.
1: That's kind of a spoiler about the movie.
0: Okay. Do they fall in love?
1: That's kind of a spoiler about the movie. So, yes. So... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the, the, so the premise is, they live in Montauk, New York. They're they're on the beach. All these rich people have been flooding in. Jennifer Lawrence's character is a local, right? She's lived there her whole life. Um, her mom's passed away, um, and her mom left her the house that she's living in. But she's behind on her taxes, uh, so they're taking her home away from her. They repossess her car, and she's an Uber driver, right? And so uh, her friends are trying to help her figure out how she can pay for her home and all this stuff while she's lost her car and her one way to make money. And it's summertime when all the rich people are there, and that's the only time anyone in this resort town or whatever makes their money is when the tourists are there or the the people that only live there part-time and have too much money than they know what to do with. uh, They're going to buy Titanic tickets uh, soon, (laughs) you know, kind of people. Um, So she loses her car. She's going to lose her house. Uh, And one of her friends shows her this ad on Craigslist, which is that if um, they're looking for someone in their early to mid-20s to date their 19-year-old son, and they'll give them a, like, 01 Buick Regal or something like that. Uh, That's actually one of my biggest problems with this entire movie.
0: Is the... the the Buick Regal?
1: No, not the car itself, but that she says she's an Uber driver and wants the car to bec- to continue being an Uber driver. Uber won't let you drive a car that's more than eight or ten uh, years old. I don't. I think it needs to be within five to seven years. So You there's have
0: n- to stick to the rules of the universe of which you create. Since
1: she says Uber in the movie, even though all the promotional material for this leaves the word Uber out of it so they don't get sued, but she says it in the movie you uh you cannot use a car that old uh to do um ride share or whatever you know uh a- anyhow uh so she doesn't want to do it right it's not really something she wants but she gets put up against a wall and she goes to talk to him it's um matthew broderick uh and and whoever the actress is that played his wife they're these parents laura Bonatti. okay they're but they're they're like hovering parents right and and they want their kid who's going off to college to be brought out of a shell because that's how Matthew Broderick was, right? He was a nerd. He was a, he was a loner. No, he wasn't. He was Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. Bueller was a nerd, my guy. <laughs> uh he, he, but he was like when i was a kid his age i dated a girl she brought me out of my shell and then when i went to college i was actually socially uh okay and i became a better person and now i'm rich and that's really the catalyst that spurred me into being who i am we want the same for my son so that he doesn't suck his room is full of all the manga you read bro it's like berserk <laughs> and um because
0: berserk is awesome
1: gaunts and and all sorts of stuff i don't read gaunts gaunts is the shit dude you should check it out Uh, so uh don't do it bro uh anyhow uh so she she talks to them about what what they're seeking from her uh, and everything like that and yes the movie does progress she wants the car so she's just trying to like bone down on this kid as hard as she can as quick (laughs) as (laughs) as she can to get out of the way to get the car but in that process you know, he wants to get to know her because he's a, a geek. Uh, and her whole thing is that she's stunted and he's coddled, right? His parents have done everything for him his whole life because they're rich and he doesn't have to do anything. Um, he got made fun of once as a kid. So he's just avoided social contact. She has been stunted. Did he because, start a movie podcast?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, but uh, her... Um, Her mom passing away and her dad having never been in her life uh, because he has another family and she is the uh, uh, bastard child kind Mm. of a thing has made it where, you know, she never grew up and he's refusing to grow up. But as they come together and learn lessons from each other, they both kind of uh, grow up through the uh, relationship and then frictions uh, that come from that as well. It's actually a pretty decent movie. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, there's parts of it there's funny there's a really good action scene in it uh believe Wait, it or what? not uh yeah she um
0: she just like roll out with a bow and arrow and no start... they're
1: they're like uh skinny dipping in the ocean and these kids come up and steal their clothes these like drunk kids so she just marches out of the ocean <laughs> straight naked and then like suplexes them
0: damn yeah it was a pretty naked cool. suplex yep
1: yeah. um but it, it's actually pretty fun it's it's a decent movie. They don't ever end up um, d- doing the sex or whatever. Um, you know, the, the point of the whole movie is that they grow as people each. Um, she decides to grow up and um, get on with life and do things that she's wanted to do but never done. And he decides that he's not afraid of the world. It's pretty good. I mean, it's a lot like movies like Sex Drive or. Um, uh, Uh, fast times or or, you know like any kind of movie like that where it's kids and and they grow up I liked it I didn't have a bad time with it there was people in the theater that were laughing their asses off having the best time of their life
0: I mean it's not that funny I'm not a big comedy movie guy you know it takes a lot for me to like guffaw in a theater and usually if it is it's because something really tragic happened and it's not supposed to be funny um, but I understand that there is a place for these movies. Sure. You know? Yeah. And
1: yeah. I mean, and it, and it fits that, but it's like definitely like a coming of age growing up movie and it's not bad. Like I'm, it, it, it's not any worse than all of the others. So I think it's catching a lot of flack unnecessarily just because people decided to be, uh,
0: to judge a book before. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. By its cover or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of comedies, I'm going to see John Lovitz this weekend. You are so yeah. Got tickets Dang. for July 1st, so the Saturday I'll be going to see. Uh, I've been meaning to do that. There's something Mr. else. Mr. Lovitz. It's.
1: They still got tickets.
0: Thanks. Uh, I don't know how. I, to I need to
1: do that, and I need I need to go see Tim Meadows and take oh, my yeah. copy of Ladies Man and have him sign my copy of the Ladies Man.
0: Actually, I should take a bottle of Cavassier and see if they'd let me have him sign it, or if they just kick me out for bringing in a bottle of Cavassier. <laughs> I need to take my copy of
1: Little Nicky and see if uh-huh. he'll sign that.
0: It's just a Cavassier signed by Leon Phelps. So I was like, don't put your actual name on it. Just oh, sign it, Tim, Leon. Yeah, Phelps. Tim Meadows. Yeah. yeah. Crack out this bottle of Cavathier. Yeah.
1: Mm. Welcome back to The of Man.
0: As the Quiet Storm. The of Man. <laughs> Leon
1: Phelps. Vince. It's not bad. Raves, Jake.
0: It's true. It's six. Ex- All right. Well, uh, okay. Well, those are the, the movies that are out. Let's talk about how much money they made. We are going to do the box office roundup and then turn the air conditioner on because it is a billion degrees in this sweat box that we call a studio. Um, and these are last weekend's numbers uh, from June 23rd through June 25th, 2023. We always give you the top 10 movies in America. Jake's going to start with number 10, work his way up to number one. These are domestic numbers only because these are the only numbers that matter to movie studios. So when we're talking about flash earnings, like they want this to be, you know, U.S. soil earnings and not worldwide earnings. Otherwise, they consider it a flop. So going to start with number 10 take it away jake yeah actually i do i want to talk about number 12 just real
1: quick fast of X. course you want to talk about uh, hold on because it's already out you can buy it you can rent it you can watch it at home all of that stuff you it's been out it in, for you can boil it you can put it in a weeks. stew it made a million dollars last week which makes it where it has 144.5 million domestic that has to hurt uh for them So that's crazy. Make a better movie next time. Uh, (laughs) number 10, the, the Disney horror movie, the boogeyman still out there. Two and a half million dollars. It's domestic take in four weeks is 37.7. Uh, not, not bad for, uh, the terrifying mind of Stephen King in the world of Disney
0: that's just so weird who to thunk it
1: uh and then in its second week out the blackening 3 million dollars brought in this past week it brings it to 12.2 it's only in just under 1800 theaters i thought that would be
0: good. i thought it'd be in more honestly yeah.
1: yeah i mean it's playing here uh and then coming in at number 8 8 weeks out guardians volume 3 3.4 million dollars its domestic total is 350 Uh, And that's something, too. I think Disney's not mad-jazzed about that, because that's the kind of number uh, that they're expecting early on. Yeah, it
0: hasn't hasn't uh, gotten into the Billion Club and probably won't. And I think that they want all these Marvel movies to get into the Billion Club.
1: Yeah, well... People are getting burned out on these comic movies, man. Uh, And then coming in at number seven, in its fifth week out, Little Mermaid uh, brought in $8.5 million. $270 million is its take in the U.S., uh, bringing in about a half a billion worldwide total. Um, The U.S. is the only place I know of that it's doing good. All the rest of those numbers are a little here, a little there, um, all put together. And then... Uh, coming in above it the movie that you watched in its second official week out uh climbing from the number 10 spot
0: yeah it was only in uh 10 theaters last week
1: oh wow yeah, yeah. uh and that would and it was number 10 wow that's pretty good uh asteroid city nine million dollars brought in by it bringing its domestic take up to 10.2 so uh,
0: it's per theater average was more than the number one movie in america so not bad yeah it just wasn't in a lot of theaters
1: Uh, And then at number five, Transformers Rise of the Beast brought in 11.7 million this past week. Its domestic take is only 123. Uh, But from everything I've seen, they're not too upset with it just because it's been well-recepted so far. Um, 340 million uh, internationally. I don't know if that's anywhere near it making its money back. But, you know, it's probably one of the better Transformers movies. Uh, And then opening at number four, The movie I just reviewed, No Hard Feelings, brought in 15 million at the box office. Uh, I know that's a lot less than what they were expecting, but um, yeah.
0: And number four opening is not a great opening, but
1: comedies, unless they just have like a really strong lead, uh, don't. Or or about
0: like drugs.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then number three, dropping from the number one spot in its second week out, The Flash brought in same amount of money, <laughs> as no hard feelings, uh, and its domestic take in two weeks is only $87.5 million. It's made 212 across the globe, uh, which is not great for these big-budget superhero movies. And then uh, at number two, holding at number two for the second week, Elemental brought in $18 million. Uh, its domestic take is 65. Uh, they are labeling that one as a big old failure. Um, I mean, you for know, Disney.
0: I think Disney at a certain point thinks that just slapping the name Pixar on something means everybody's going to fall in love for it and it's going to be an instant classic forever. And it's like you still got to make a good movie with characters that we love, not just Water Guy and Fire Girl. Like, this, yeah. this doesn't have anything that people are going to be like hmm, lat, I latch on to this, yeah. you know?
1: Uh, and Vince said he's seen so many headlines about how bad Elemental has flopped, but it's above the Flash. Yeah, exactly. Flash has not done great. Uh, and then returning to the number one spot, Connie from back, the number three from number spot. Three, That's crazy. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, 19 million this past week. Its domestic take in four weeks out is just shy of 317 million. So uh, it's brought in... 560 million across the world. Uh, that one they're you know movie studios are a lot more pleased with. So it's the only comic book movie doing what they wanted to see it. Cuz it's right
0: Spider-Man, now. it's the only comic book character that people still care about anymore, you know.
1: Well, I mean, I bet Deadpool 3 is going to be big.
0: I feel like people are getting Batman fatigue, people are got Superman fatigue, people are Batman fatigue. Well, I mean, uh, t- It didn't save The Flash. That's because it's called The
1: Flash. It's not called Batman. It
0: should have been. It should have been called Batman Flashpoint. (laughs) You know?
1: If they would have had more Batman, it would have been a better movie. It would have been great. And if they would have had the Bruce Waynes meet each other, it would have been a better movie.
0: Oh, dude. And they could have. They could have. They
1: showed up on set. They would have fixed it. They would have, like, corrected everything and made stuff better. So they couldn't have done that. They can't have smart The
0: Batman. Yeah uh let's see dina said on twitch they were hoping the elemental would have had the appeal of inside out but that was a huge mistake no because inside out was a better movie it was and it was also more relatable like it would the thing about these the pixar movies that are just like magical to everyone is they appeal to something that is inside of everyone like or they just make you cry about your grandparents like that one movie um uh, well Remember there's two of them. Me. Like oh my god, yeah, there's a it's um, so good. <laughs> uh
1: what's the one with the uh with the um, Polynesian girl? Uh, with,
0: Mo- Moana. Yeah,
1: Moana, that one's the sad kill your grandma movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh and good. then uh what's the one that you're called you talking about Coco. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, Coco made me cry in the theater and I hated it so much. I was like why
0: you gotta kill all the grandmas? <laughs> Freaking. Dude, Coco, I can't. I yeah, I can't watch Coco because I Coco can't watch Coco Moana. with anybody yeah. else. Yeah. I can't watch Iron Giant with anybody, and I can't watch Coco with anybody. Super. Because I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just cry. Where is my? He's over. Know? He's back. He's back there in the back oh, corner. Yeah. So, um. But yeah, Dina says that's what they mean. I uh, thought it would capture the same audience because they're sociopaths who don't understand why Inside Out was so good. Yeah. I mean, Inside Out was literally about feelings literally and uh and it made great memes so there you go but or soul like come on soul was also a mega tearjerker um i never saw that one it, it, it's good it's good so anyway all right well that's oh because it's about dead babies it, it's, yeah, it's, oh, yeah it's instant jazz dead.
1: jazz man meets dead babies, dead babies. yeah i forgot like, holy okay. shit
0: um but it's pretty good so alright guys we're going to get out of here so we can turn the air conditioner on Uh, I'm literally sweating so we will be back next week talking about Indiana Jones Uh, you can probably catch me Friday morning on Good Day NWA making 4th of July cocktails and Indiana Jones stuff so if you live here in northwest Arkansas and can see KNWA Fox 24 you can check me out there and uh, yeah we'll be in the theaters uh, cracking that whip says Vince on Twitch so (laughs) Um, so, don't forget, like and subscribe, follow us wherever you want to follow us. But we love Twitch. Um, you can tune in live, you can watch replays from last week. But if you don't want to even participate in that and you don't want to look at our silly, goofy faces, uh, you can download the podcast. Wherever it is you download podcasts, like Spotify, wherever tuned in, Google Podcast, blah, 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 you name it. So, with that said, uh, I guess we're done for the night. So, yeah. All right, guys. Well, we will see you guys next week. As always, I'm Bo the Boom Operator. I'm The Grip. Adios. As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.